Hey everybody, welcome to episode 411 of the GeekCast Live podcast. Uh, due to some fantastic recording issues this week, we don't have our regular show, but have no fear, we have a backup. This week, we're going to give you episode 3 of the Recast Cast with me and our good friend Seed from the Paprika Network. Enjoy, it's a good one. Cast, 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 cast. Yes! Yes, it is time. A very enthusiastic yes there, sir. It is time yet again for another episode of the Recast Cast, man. I'm one of the hosts, Seed, and who do we have as always, sir? Uh, your good friend, GCR, Geek Cast Rock. Good old Geek Cast right Now, sir, right as I started that intro, I saw you on a little sip sip there. What uh, what we got? This is, um, this is a... a, a a ruby red polar seltzer water. Okay, it is, a, right. it is a, a very non-alcoholic, but I <laughs> I'm I need to come down. So we're good. We there, I, my there. liver said water today. Uh, yeah, this was a, a con weekend for me. So the last two days have been very booze infused. So it was just <laughs> a shake shack milkshake <laughs> for me. Yeah, no, I no, also but... feel like I should. I I wanted to go into this one with a clear head because. Uh, I didn't think I'd pour over this one as much as I as I have. This is I changed my list for this cast as as recent as about three hours ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I I I thought about that. Like I told you before, we started recording. When I rewatched this, I was uh, it was a booze heavy weekend as well <laughs> that weekend. Uh, so I laid down my cast for while I was watching the movie. A couple people came to me afterwards and I just walked away. So I haven't looked at mine until like maybe 10 minutes before we started this joint. There you go. So uh, let's be surprised together. I hope we have, I hope we casted someone similar in one of these roles. I don't think we did, but who knows? I don't think we did either. You didn't keep anybody, did you? No. I kept one person. Okay. And I have continued with my what will be long-standing tradition of casting somebody from <laughs> Lost in there. So well, that might have been the hardest one trying to shoehorn uh, that. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see who Naveen Andrews plays <laughs> in Tombstone because unlike the other ones, I I tried to do that that thing we've done so far where it's like uh, to either race bend or gender bend a character, but these are real. I mean, Doc Holliday wasn't black. So <laughs> we couldn't get Jonathan Majors to play. Right, you, either, you either have to, I, I made the decision early to either do, it has to be like an all white cast uh-huh. or it's an all black cast. Mm-hmm. One of the two. And it was, this was tough. This was yeah. Tough. The idea to do an all black cast came to me like maybe 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, man, the harder they fall is out there. Go watch right. that on Netflix. Right. It's, it's there. It's there. Uh, God, I love that movie. It might be better than Tombstone, the movie we're recasting now. Ooh, so let's talk about it, man. Tombstone came out Christmas Day, 1993. Um, You know, something that we'd like to do here on this show. I'm going to hit you with the top 10 movies of 93. Spoiler alert, no Tombstone. (laughs) I'm not shocked. 
uh, you, you care to take a crack at what the number one movie of 93 was? Number one movie of 93. So I was just recently 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, number one movie in 93. There's a chance it was Kevin Costner's Wyatt Earp. <laughs> it was not Wyatt Earp. Okay. So it's not that. Uh, I No, I would have no idea. Number one, Jurassic Park. Oh, fuck. I should have known that. God <laughs> same, damn it. Same thing I did when God I looked it. at it. Like, oh, I thought, yeah. Hmm. I, I keep thinking it's 94. I thought it was 94. That's why, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw it for the first time in 94. Because uh, I didn't see it until my parents gave me the VHS for like Christmas that next sure. year. Yeah. Uh, so number one, Jurassic Park. Number two, Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Number three, The Fugitive. Uh, number oh, four, yeah. The, ba- the single greatest. Uh, when... When he says, I didn't kill my wife, and he says, I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> oh, God, that's the best. It really is. The best singular deliberate line by Tommy Lee Jones. Number four, uh, Schindler's List. That's uh, right, Spielberg. That's only, only four for Schindler's List. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Doubtbuyer. Mrs. Doubtbuyer, keep that one out. Okay. Uh, right. Five, The Firm. Uh, okay. Six, Indecent Proposal. Oh, Richard Gere? Yeah, yeah. I do believe that's Rich Gere, yeah. Uh, seven. Uh, is that Rich Gear? Hold on a second. I, I, now you got me thinking here. Is it Redford? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Redford. You're right. It's Redford. Uh, number seven, Cliffhanger. Didn't see that one coming. Wow. Yeah. Stallone. Stallone. <laughs> Slid in there. Eight, Sleepers in Seattle. Nine, Philadelphia. And ten, The Pelican Brief. Three of our top ten movies. Legal thrillers. hmm Yeah. Yeah, well, this was, I mean, so what was on TV at the time? Like, L.A. Law and Law and Order, for sure, was on and 93, wasn't it? And that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe it got its start close to this. Just, this show, for the record, if this show doesn't end with executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> no, I reached out to Dick Wolf to see if he would produce this podcast. Um, he has since sent out a restraining arrow on me. That was that's all the correspondence. Dick Wolf is one of the funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> I reached out to Dick Wolf. Just put that on his shirt. Yeah. I reached out, I reached to, out Dick. to Dick Wolf. <laughs> or actually, I'll just take a shirt that says executive produced by Dick Wolf. But yeah, just you in general. Your just life. you. Yeah. Boom. Uh, no, I'd be successful if that were the case. Uh, yeah. So looking at the top 10, I'll run through them real quick one more time. Let's see. Well, before I do that, does Tombstone deserve to be in the top 10? Tombstone deserves to be on this list. More okay. than Sleepless in Seattle. More than, I like Mrs. Doubtfire, but that's not a two spot. I mean, that's no. not a two No. Um, yeah, Tombstone should be on this list. Yeah. I'm. Are you taking, which one are you taking out? Doubtfire or Sleepless in Seattle? Or one of the three legal thrillers. Or one of the, uh, or the, or the Pelican Brief, or the Firm. Probably the Firm. I really didn't like the Firm too much. So you're taking the Firm out? I'm going to take out the Firm. Because I think Tombstone, that was like five or six, I think. Yeah, the Firm was five. Tombstone's probably number five that year. Okay, I will... I'm just going to take out Indy's proposal just because it's still in one of the lists I haven't seen. So sorry, Redford. Also fair. Demi Moore, I think, yeah? Uh, Yep. Redford, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. That's right, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, shit, Billy Bob Thornton in there as well. Sheena Easton, Herbie Hancock. What? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I got to watch this shit. It's it's dated because of the amount of money he offers to sleep with his wife. (laughs) I'll give you in 90, in, in 90, it's like a hundred thousand dollars. Like, that's a mind blowing amount of money. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right on, man. Right on. Very decent proposal. Yeah. Tombstone didn't crack the top 10, but uh, there you have it, man. There you have it. I think, 
at least one movie we're going to do this first season was in the top 10. Yeah. I yeah, think, so. I think it's going to be that, sure. that big finale for season I'm one was, sure. was a top 10, if not a one Oscar. All right, then. Yeah, Tombstone, <laughs> man. Uh, is this your favorite Western joint? Wow. Um, top three, top five? It's top three. I don't know. I, I love uh, Legends of the Fall. Um, I don't know if there's a Western in the Western sense of it, but hmm. uh, I don't think I'd count that as Western, actually. Uh, 310 to Yuma is great. No, this might be my favorite Western of all time. This is this is sitting at number one on the Elliot list. It's easily the most quotable Western of all time. I will agree with that. I I use lines from this movie daily. Daily, he says. Yeah, probably. I'm going to put this in my top five. Yeah. Uh, Number one will always be the good, the bad, and the ugly for me. Really? Um, Everything else is kind of interchangeable after that. (laughs) Not a huge Western dude. This is one of like that maybe seven or eight I actually enjoy. Yeah. But this this movie, when it came out, so it came out the same time as as Wyatt Earp, mm -hmm. which we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a great divide in my family because my mom and dad, my aunt and uncle, they thought Wyatt Earp was a significantly better film. Okay. And all like all the young kids like Tombstone. It's like, Oh, it was better. So, so, even, so even back in the 90s, like this was like a volcano deep impact type situation yeah. we had going on. Yeah, totally. All right. Yeah, I think I come down. I've seen half of Wyatt Earp and then yeah. went and did something else. It tells the boring part of his life. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's it's the uh it's like the Dodge City shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't even on. have the uh no shoot out of the OK Corral and Wyatt Earp, is there? Is it? I think it ends there. Maybe. Yeah, I've seen. I saw it once because I did not. I thought it was. I saw it after Tombstone, and so how do you do that? Oh, oh man, he did it in the wrong, wrong, wrong order, man. Is Dances with Wolves a western? That's a western. I would say so. Fun That's, fact: the first movie I ever walked out on. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, as a kid, I was. I looked at my mom and I was like, "Can we go?" <laughs> well, it's our four, <laughs> and I'm wondering if it's going to end. Rather do the math homework, mom. <laughs> uh, let's let's go ahead and pack this up. Uh, okay, man. Let's. Uh, you ready to get into the casting? I think of, so. Of uh, of Tombstone. I think so. Okay. All right. So where do we? So do we end on Wyatt? I think you. I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> I can give you both answers. If we end on Wyatt, we got to start with the Clantons and kind of work towards importance of character, right? Right. But the show is, a. I mean, I, you kind of got to build the whole thing around Wyatt, right? I think you kind of got to start with Wyatt. So you start with Wyatt. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Which maybe, I mean, maybe that's the wrong answer. I just... So in that case, if we start with Wyatt, we have to end with Doc Holliday. We got to end with Doc Gotta end with Doc Holliday. I like that. And then how do we, um, how did you go about, who was the first guy you cast? Because I think, I think we both cast Virgil first. Yes, I cast okay. Virgil first, and then I got Josephine second. Okay. Josephine's the, Josephine's the one I changed 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I'm interested in this. So if we start at the bottom, are we starting with the Clantons? I think we do. Let's do Ike and Billy Clanton, and then let's do uh, yeah, yeah, and then we'll we'll, then oh, we'll no see no no. Happens. You said we're going to start. Oh, no, with we're going to start with Wyatt. That's right. Yeah, we're we're going to start with Wyatt. Wyatt. All right then. Uh, do you want to start, sir? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go. That's fine. Right on. Right um, on. This was tough because it has to be perfect. 
Yes, and, yes, it does. And I and if it's not perfect, everything around it, I think, has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not had this actor uh, in any recasts yet. I went with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, 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 damn. Because I think he has that intensity, that scene where uh, where he says, right behind you, Stillwell, and they're at the train station, and yeah. he does the, you know, and hell's coming with me. This yeah. time it's legal. Gyllenhaal can bring that fucking, in, like his eyes. He's got the crazy eyes. He's got the crazy eyes. And in that moment, which I think is like the pinnacle, that's, that's the Wyatt Earp moment, right? That, and when he's, when he decides to start walking across the river yelling, no, and he's yeah. working the lever on his rifle, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I feel like the uh, the hell is coming with me. That's like, yep. if you put it up for, for like best actor nom, that's the clip you show right Correct. there. Correct. Damn, Gyllenhaal. I didn't even, I don't like that I too much. I, t- I, I typed in like uh, um, actors who were in Westerns. And then went to image search, and there's a I don't know what even movie it was where Jill and Hall would had like a cowboy hat on, hmm. and it was like that works. That look that worked. All right. Then, so all when, right. Once, I, once I said Jill and Hall, I looked for a picture, and I felt good about. It. I I also feel good about it. You're starting off strong. He is one of my favorite working actors right now. I so. agree with you there, and I ah, maybe I'll save it for later. Okay. I'll save I'll save that what I was going to say for later. Fair enough. Fair enough. For my man, uh, this was a uh, this was a shower inspiration. Something. What the fuck is that? I don't know what movie that's. I from. have no idea what movie as, that could be. As from. we like to say on Geekcast Live, uh, we're talking about a picture you can't see because this is an audio <laughs> medium. But it's a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal, and goddamn it, if it's not wider, goddamn it, if it doesn't be, look very nice in the cowboy get up there, the sisters brothers. Oh, I heard it was bad. Never saw it. Never saw, Never saw it. it. Never saw it. I didn't know he was in that. Um, <laughs> Me either. Yeah, for my Wyatt man, I uh, I also went with a, a a popular leading man. I went with before I tell you who I went with. The four Chris's are out present. Which of the Chris's do you think? Which is your favorite of the Chris's? Evans. Evans. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad pull. I went with the different Chris. I think the most talented of the Chris's. I went with Chris Pine as my Wyatt. Great pick. Great yeah. pick. I was worried you're going to say Pratt because we had talked about it earlier, like a month ago. Yeah. Because I re- I refuse to make Chris Pratt Wyatt because it seems like this was a vehicle they'd give him, <laughs> and I couldn't do it. We, we, we here at our casting agencies might not like money, but damn it, we're not going to give him any chance to be wider. Not, not at all. Not at all. In uh, fact, we'd call him in and then tell him just to leave. <laughs> you don't get, you didn't get the role. I would call him in, have him come to the audition, and then at the audition tell him, we don't need you here, we sir. So you. just to make sure, waste a good half a day in uh-huh. traffic. Yeah, just, just fuck with him. Yep, it's going to yeah. be like a 5 p.m. casting call. Too. Uh, I, I think Chris Pine's a great pick, man. I yeah. can see it. Much appreciated. Yeah, you know, he can he can grow out any manner of facial hair you yeah. need for the, the rugged Western type or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got, he'd, he'd, uh, he'd have that same intense delivery, too. And those beautiful blue eyes. God damn it. You're God telling damn me. It, man, man. You're makes telling a, me. Makes a black man want blue eyes, I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, I'd go, <laughs> I'd go gay for Chris Pine, is all I'm saying. Yes, yes, I'm I'm and I'm second in line if I could be. 
<laughs> the episode where Ryan Seed ran a train on Chris Pine is what just happened. <laughs> and he thanked us for it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, we got any more on Wyatt before we move on, man? We have our anchors now. We have our, yep. Yeah, it's, it's, I think now you can start seeing the, uh, like, uh, that iconic, we'll, we'll start to flush it out, but that scene where they're walking towards the OK Corral. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got Gyllenhaal. You've got Pine. We'll start fleshing that out. Shit, you know, I didn't even think about it from that kind of context, but damn. All right, then cool. So do we say we're going to pivot to the Clantons next? I think we should, we should go, we should go uh, Earp uh, uh, to the Cowboys. We should, we should switch back and forth. I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, Billy, you want to go with Billy? We're going to start with Billy. Um, so Billy Clanton, he's the, uh, he's got the big knife, right? He mm-hmm. was played by, uh, uh, Lowell, Thomas Hayden Church, Lowell Lowell the from Wings. Um, he's got that awesome line, the uh, drunk piano player. You're probably seeing double, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I went with John Bernthal as my Billy Clanton. Very interesting, sir. That, I don't like it. That uh, that name might pop up again. No, hey, look at that. <laughs> I didn't. I don't necessarily like him as Billy Clanton. I think Billy Clanton was kind of a good, like Thomas Church looked pretty good. He was like a young dude. He had like nice man. blonde hair, clean shaven, Bernhall, Bernhall. Bernthal's probably going to have some sort of stupid facial hair. Of course he is. Of course but, he is. Uh, but I think he would be able to, I think he'd fit the role. It's a small role, but I think he has to be in the movie. Um, Apparently we're just, we're on the same wavelength there because i was also thinking of like john bernthal facial hairs mm-hmm. and i think it's wolf of wall street where he's just got the dumbest looking fucking facial hair yeah, he, looks like a, he looks like an idiot yeah he's got the, the stupid handlebar hulk yep. hogan looking shit yep. yeah man uh good call on um bernthal as you're as you're claiming i'm gonna go ahead and tip my hand on both clans because i casted real life brothers oh, oh yeah that's cool i casted the softies Really? Yep. And I, I know it. I really don't care which one you put where. Uh, the softies are my Ike and Billy Clanton. That, I think that's inspired <laughs> as fuck, man. That's great. That's great. I hadn't even thought. Wow, the softies. Yeah. Um, for those of you who might not be familiar with the name, the softies are traditionally directors. They directed Uncut Gems. Yep. They directed Good Time. Yeah, Benny and Josh. Uh, yeah, Benny and Josh. Uh, Benny oh. is the little brother or the younger brother in Good Time that Pattinson is uh, is spending the entirety of the movie trying to uh, get out of police custody after a bank robbery gone wrong. So he's got more of the acting chops under his belt, but Clinton's aren't in the movie for too long in the first no, place. No, and they're, I mean, they kind of just scream and growl and yeah, fairly calls, one note cats. Calls mayhem. Yeah, that's a great cast. That's great. That, that's well done. I got to give you my Ike now. Yeah, what's your Ike, please, sir? Um, it's funny because you had posted something on Facebook like, hey, I'm watching Tombstone for the recast cast, and there was a, a ton of involvement from Paprika, which is awesome. All of them wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I, I want to say that I had this written down before everyone said Garrett Delahunt is in the movie. Because he's Ike Clan. Okay. Okay. Can't can't be mad at it. Can't nope. be mad at it. Just like uh, in the movie Tombstone, how Ike and Billy look nothing like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernthal <laughs> and Delahunt look nothing like each other. 
I think I think Delahunt has a uh, uh, a little more uh, acting chops. I think he's a little better actor, which is why I made him Ike instead of Billy, who doesn't have much speech time. Yeah, yeah, I can. I know it. There's worse picks out there. There's worse picks out there. And it's one of the ones that didn't even cross my mind as a possibility until yeah. I saw it in the thread. And I was like, ah, well, okay. Yeah, so he, he, play, he plays okay. those two characters in Deadwood pretty well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like the guy. It was going to be, I was going to do that thing where I just start putting Bill Hader and everything. <laughs> but I just couldn't wrap my mind around Ike Clanton and Billy Hader. So I, I had to go with Delano. <laughs> Uh, I've only seen like half of Deadwood. Yeah. It seems like Westerns just fucked off on theaters and it's just all on TV. All on TV? Yeah, especially with like the whole Taylor Sheridan verse with the Yellowstone <laughs> and all that right. spinoffs right. that's going on. So I think I need to reevaluate Westerns on the small screen, starting with Start Deadwood. Deadwood, Deadwood is... Pretty damn good. I think it's probably like the the crown jewel of westerns on TV. Uh, I think so. Right now, yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, he's got that. He's got the look for it. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so. got a face that, like, when he gets shot, you're like, ah, finally, finally. Yeah, he's got a he's got a face that you don't like. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I should have cast Miles Teller in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good call on Dillahunt, man. Thank you. What? Uh, where do we pivot to next, sir? Morgan. Let's do Morgan. We're doing Morgan or Bill Paxton's character. Yes, Bill Paxton's character. Tell you, I'm suffering from a hangover. One of the greatest lines of all time. Listen, Morgan Earp, absolutely useless in this movie. Totally worthless. Totally worthless. <laughs> totally 100%. Yeah, he is a, uh, he is, uh, but played what, I mean, he, he's an incompetent buffoon who just is there because his brother is telling him to be there. Right. Uh, when did Aliens come out? Is that before this? I think yes, That's like ninety one, so. something like that. I they saw him in Aliens, and they're like, "Oh, so he can play incompetent very yeah, he well." Can play incompetent. He, can, he kills incompetent. <laughs> aliens was eighty six. Eighty six. So. Yeah. Okay. So someone had him in the back of the mind this whole <laughs> right. time. Right on. Okay. Uh, who do you have, sir, for your Morgan Earp? It would be unjust to not cast Wyatt Russell in this movie somewhere. Oh, 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 oh God damn it. Uh, so I cast him as Morgan. He is, he is the youngest Earp. Um, you got to have Wyatt Earp in there somewhere. And I didn't want to give him any higher billing. Than that. <laughs> you, you, you got it, a little generational handout. Yeah, but... yeah. It crossed my mind to make him Wyatt. And then I was like, no, I'm not. That's not, that's too high. Yeah, too on the too nose. So, uh, Morgan. Morgan. I, that... I think he's Morgan Earp, Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell, for those of you who don't know, he's Kurt Russell's son. Mm -hmm. Kurt Russell played Wyatt Earp in the original Tombstone, so there's there's that. There it is. There you go. I, I like to take this moment to, uh, to recognize. I tip my hat to you. You won the first one. The score stands at 1-0, and I quickly see a 2-0 coming in my future with that. Oh, yeah. nonsense. <laughs> uh, for my... Morgan Earp, uh, we talk about useless and incompetent. Um, <laughs> uh, and now it's time to go into the lost universe uh, where no one played useless and incompetent better than Ian Summerholder, a.k.a. Boone. Nice. 
Yeah, or Vampire Diaries if you watch nice. that kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. I thought for a second you were going to pull Dominic Moynihan out of there. <laughs> but, but I love I love that. Yeah, yeah. Way, to use, the, your, way to use your one loss thing. That's right. huge. The good thing about loss is that it's a giant ensemble cast, yeah. so I should not want right. for any one of these episodes. But yeah, going Ian Summerhalder. No well idea done. what the fuck that dude does these days. I don't know either. He just Probably back- like a L'Oreal ad. <laughs> <laughs> he just counts his lost money and then he counts mm-hmm. his vampire diet money and then when he gets to the end of that he just goes back and counts his lost money again yep and he's good to go wash rinse uh, repeat right wash rinse repeat i don't even know how old that dude is it just 43 not too much older than us hmm. okay was in a movie in 2014 so that's almost been a decade so <laughs> yeah, he hasn't acted in a decade bring it back work. For- Bringing him back for Tombstone, he's playing Morgan Earp. <laughs> Morgan, I'm going to try Tarantino's career. Oh, yeah. All right, then, sir. Um, what do you say to Johnny Ringo? Yeah, we could do Johnny Ringo. All right. Although, let's, hold on. Let's do, let's do Josephine. You want to do Josephine? Let's do Josephine. I kind of want to do Johnny Ringo right about the time we do Doc Holliday. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Josephine Marcus, man, yeah, yeah. someone who's got to go a little bit, uh, you know, someone's got to catch the eye of our boy Wyatt Earp. And then I look at my casting, I see zero chemistry between this, <laughs> <laughs> between this but I was uh, deep in the cups when I casted this one. I'll go ahead and toss mine out there, man. I went with Rebecca Hall. Uh, Hall. You might know her as uh, the the main lady from Iron Man Three, Maya Hansen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one who created Extremis. No, she's got a Dana Delaney look to her too. But Dana Delaney, that yeah. might have to go for a little facial recognition there. Yeah, but yeah, uh, just moved over to directing. She directed a movie last year that was very well received called The Night House. So there you go, boom, Rebecca Motherfucking Hall. It was. Uh... I almost went with Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I almost, I was this close, and no. I, it was it was on my list until about twenty three minutes ago. <laughs> a, little, I, uh, a little, a little, Star Wars Luke Leigh action there. When I took when I took her off and replaced her with Lily Collins. Ooh, um, she's in a fantastic little movie that's on Netflix called Windfall with Jesse Plemons. And uh, uh, oh god, what's his name? And Jason Siegel. It's uh, a beautifully shot movie. It's really just the three of them, kind of like a little bottle episode. But uh, she did great, and uh, she's a brunette, and she's a female, and I bet she can sing. So there you go, Josephine Marcus. That's all you really need, man. That's all. all, It's all I needed out of my Josephine Marcus. I, we probably should have casted the Billy Zane character, but we would have just picked Billy Zane. So <laughs> you are one hundred percent correct. We would have both came to this with Billy Zane reprising his role. Uh, Billy Zane as Billy Zane. I'm not gonna <laughs> ben Stiller as Billy Zane as the character. <laughs> I, is it? How does it make you feel inside when the only person to have Zoolander's back before the walk off? Is Billy, it's Billy Zane. Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane like puts his drink on. He's like, hold on a second. My boys, <laughs> my boys in a little thing. I gotta, I gotta get his back. God, you know, it makes me, it's, it makes me feel happy. It, it's, it's first of all, it's better than nobody. And second of all, it's Billy Zane. It's Billy these, these, what, Zane. the Phantom. 
right? He's the, yeah, he's the phantom. The fans got your back. You're all good to go. You're not going to lose. Damn, Lily Collins. Well done, sir. You're you're shaping up quite nicely here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Let's do let's okay. Let's do Virgil then. Uh, here we are, Virgil. Who do you got for Virgil there, sir? It was the first. The first guy I wrote down mm-hmm. was Virgil because I think there's only one guy who could do it. Hmm. The mustache, the uh, the age, compared to my Wyatt, mm-hmm. um, Bob Odenkirk. Oh damn it! Oh man, I'm getting killed out here in these streets. I, I think Bob Odenkirk just fucking delivers it in that uh, same scene where they're at the train station and he kills Stillwell mm-hmm. and then tells Ike Clanton, you know what's going on. And Virgil goes like, throws one finger up, and the that's Bob Odenkirk. Man. That's Bob Odenkirk. He kills it. Uh, um, it's crazy that he shows up in one scene in Little Women, and my theater is fucking nuts. When Bob <laughs> Odenkirk, this is this thing you hear about the dad all movie, like he's away at war, away at war, and then he shows up for the one scene. It was like, holy shit, they got Bob Odenkirk for this one scene. <laughs> Nails it five lines and he's out and everyone was just fucking yeah. flipping out. Uh, fine actor. I don't think anyone thought that just a Breaking Bad spinoff would be as good or complex as it has become. Correct. Um, and and nobody was bonkers good. Nobody was really really good. Bonkers good. It uh, it's looking like it's it's safe on the action movie list when that oh uh, shit oh, that good. comes out. So uh, yeah, mid forties. Yeah, I look back a little bit lower, sir. <laughs> little, little bit lower, my man. Uh, but yeah, Bob Odenkirk, good call, sir. You're swinging for the fences on this one. Um, my Virgil Earp, I said it at the top. You got to keep one in there. I'm keeping Sam Elliott as Virgil Earp. There you go. There <laughs> yeah. you go. No one at the time could have done it better than he did. In, uh, no in, one in, in 93. Right. Right. He, uh, he's obviously aged since 93, but damn it, I feel like he's still got a, a little bit of that old man spunkness to him. He did a, a movie called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that slowest is movie of all time. Slowest movie of all time. But wow. it, 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 a dude who literally hunts Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, and I'm for it. He does a great job with that movie. And I was watching and I was like, I'm not going to come with any, anybody better than Sam nope. Elliott. You got to stay there. Yep. So he's standing there as my virtual. Oh boy, I'm I'm not liking this one bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down to what? Uh, we're down to Curly Bill, three, Johnny Ringo, and Doc Holliday. Yeah. Okay. So where do we go next, sir? Uh, Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Yep. Um, not my first choice. Um, I, I changed this one a lot. Uh, Brian Cranston was in there for a while. I thought he'd have done a great job as Curly Bill. Um, but then I watched a movie, a little movie called Red Dawn, and there's an actor by the name of Powers Booth in that movie, Red oh, Dawn, man. and uh, Powers Booth plays Curly Bill in Tombstone. Yep. And then I remember that in 2012 they remade Red Dawn, and the guy who played the Powers Booth character was Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And I just think the symmetry was too good to not make Jeffrey Dean Morgan Curly Bill Brochus. Oh my good lord. And I think he can the 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 
the two lines in the movie that he does, which is the well, bye, which is great. Yes. Anytime anybody tries to flounce out of a group on Facebook, <laughs> it's my go-to gif or Absolutely. gif, whatever you do. <laughs> um, and then the other one is uh, uh, at the very beginning of the movie when he says, uh, he says, even I'm worried about it when Johnny Ringo runs this outfit. Mm-hmm. And I think Jeffrey D. Morgan delivers them both. Uh, that is those are the two best delivered, well, two of the best delivered lines. Cause that, uh, yeah, I'm worried when he starts running this outfit, a good belly chuckle yep. comes out of that one. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, man. Why did I agree to do this show? <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's where I, uh, here's where I differ. I was looking, I was thinking, and I was like, I, I got nothing. So I had to go to that fucking post of mine to see what they had talking about. Someone mentioned Brolin. So oh, I got I got to throw Brolin in there for Curly pick. Bill. I think than- I actually liked, I like put like the wow face or whatever the emoji <laughs> is for that one. Because I Brolin is a fantastic pair. Yeah, we've, we've already seen him, uh, well, twice now in the Western setting. We got him yeah. in No Country for Old Men. And he is currently doing a Western on TV. And if you count Jonah Hex, which I know we don't. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. Not no. in the slightest. But it's still there. So, yeah, Josh Brolin, man. I mean, Thanos, Cable, the man just interviewed himself on, uh, I think it was like THR Variety or something like that. That was uh, strange. Renner backed out last minute. Really? Yeah. So Brolin came up with the idea of, I'll just interview myself. <laughs> and it came out far better than anything Renner would have done. I love it. Also, Renner will never be drafted by me at any no. time on any of these no. lists. No. Not unless it's someone who gets clapped out in the opening credits. Uh, yeah. So I got Brolin for mine, which which leads us to down to what? Doc Holiday and Johnny Ringo? Yeah. Um... So it's Johnny Ringo up next, right? Yeah, Johnny Rigo is. You, I think you have to put them. The only scene there's two. There's the three scenes with them, right? There's the one where they're doing the the he flips the cup after they they first meet. Mm-hmm. Then there's the one where Doc's in the barber's chair and he's Johnny Ringo's drunk after the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. And then it's when their final showdown, right? So you got to put the two actors in those scenes. Right. 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 And I had no idea who was going to be Johnny Ringo until I was coming home from vacation here last week. And um, the, the, the new Matrix movie was free on Southwest. And Jonathan Groff. Jonathan fucking Groff. Absolutely killed it. He did. In that movie. And... You start looking at like Mindhunter and even Hamilton. He kills it in everything he fucking does. And I think he could bring that smarmy fucking ass. You want to like Johnny Ringo. He's just an asshole. He's, <laughs> he's a bad, he, but he's a bad guy. So you can't. Yeah, he can't. And I think Jonathan Groff fucking slays it as I, Johnny Ringo. I'm on record as not being a fan of the new Matrix movie, but the first hour is sublimely yeah. perfect yeah i i completely agree with you yeah I, I wouldn't say i liked it at all like <laughs> i like as a movie but if you were to take just that first part where the first part of the matrix the the new one it is yeah. it is so good 
all and the I, setup, all the Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah. And Groff is just so fucking smug. He is a smug it. bastard. He's a smug bastard. And I, I think he would just destroy Johnny Ringo. Excellent. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Uh, my pick, I don't know if we've seen him do smug. You've seen to be an asshole a lot. Uh, he came up earlier, man. My Johnny Ringo is John Bernthal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Still, it's just it's it's just that's just as good a pick. That's a fantastic <laughs> pick. Bernthal. Bernthal is. Um, Have we is seen that him kind of guy? He's in it. He's, he's really, really intense, dude. He's really intense. Yeah. He could do it though. He'd be he's great like, at it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, John. And you want to like him, but you can't because he's the bad guy. Exactly. Exactly. Which is kind of what Bernthal does now. Kind of is... Can we please? There's we can we get like a a have you seen Nicolas Cage's Family Man? Are you familiar with that uh, movie? Yeah, yes. Like a family-friendly movie where he's got to do behold just smoogy, smaltzy stuff and learn his lesson by the end of it. Can we please just get one of those for John Bernthal? Yeah, he needs one. Can we just get like a, I'm just a regular guy. Let me learn my my lesson and feel better about myself at the end of the movie. My man needs one of those in his repertoire. I got to, I got to, when we get done recording this, I got a great idea for it. Are we going to redo I just, Miracle I gotta, on 34th Street? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Nobody Atta touches boy. Jimmy Stewart. Atta boy, Clarence. Atta boy. Atta boy, go get the shotgun, Clarence. <laughs> With that big broken nose of his. <laughs> Good meathead Bernthal, man. You love yeah. to see him in the movie. Uh, always great when he does. That, uh, that just leaves us with the one, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Doc Holliday. It's really his movie. It's really his movie. Let's let's be honest. This, how much time did you spend on Doc Holliday? The most. <laughs> because it's it had to be it had he it has to be an actor who could do who could do it the way that Val Kilmer did it because that's the concept of this show right it's nothing changes so all the mm-hmm. dialogue's the same so who could do that yeah um for me like I said uh, up top I was uh into my cups mm-hmm. when I was watching this movie doing my casting. And then I came back to it a couple of days later when I was in the shower and I was like, I got the perfect like, person. Anthony Anderson can't be that. That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> I, I, I went and looked at who I wrote down when I was drunk and it was the exact same person I thought of when I was sober. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's gotta be a dude who, because there's a little bit of smugness, but yeah. there's still a charm. It's, it comes from Doc Holliday. It's charming. Yeah. And there is one person who has charmed the fuck out of everybody in 2022. In its highest grossing movie of the year, it's Glenn Powell for, for Doc Holliday. Really? Yes. It is definitely 100% Glenn Powell. If you've seen yeah. Top Gun Maverick, uh, yeah. he's all arrogance, smug, charm, all the things that Doc Holliday is. Uh, great look, too. He could rock that. He could rock a mustache. 
got a great look. That's a good looking man. And, and I can just see the look on his face when he comes out saying that I'm your Huckleberry or the Wyatt I am rolling. Like those, I, I feel like those are, those would be some. Wyatt some I am up. rolling. There. Now we can be friends again. Now we can be friends again. Put the guns again. on the table. Yeah. Uh, that for some reason, like everybody goes to the I'm your Huckleberry when they're thinking about Doug Holiday, But for me, it's the Wyatt I am rolling just because of how yeah. he delivers that, uh, how he delivers that line. Uh, but the final, the final pick, sir, the final casting comes down to who was your Doc Holiday? What did Michael Fassbender, baby? Oh, with that mustache, Lieutenant Archie Hickox himself. Archie Hickox himself. <laughs> I think Fassbender fucking kills it. I found a picture of him with the same facial hair, smoking a cigarette, and it sold me on it. I think he could. I. You know he's gonna be able to do the 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 accent. Mm-hmm. He's I think the right age to pair with Jillian Hall. I think he's I know he's older than Jillian Hall, but not by much. Okay. And uh I think Mike Fassbender. Mike Fassbender. <laughs> hey Mike. There we go. Yeah, I see that picture. That's yeah, that's nice. God damn, that's nice. I think he does well. I, I think, think he, he does I think he well. does it. Oh man, 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 man. That's a hell of a cast, sir. Thank you. Um, you too. I love a lot of your picks. Oh man, this is uh this is gonna be a bloodbath. Uh so I guess it's we gotta we gotta recap this bad boy. Well, so uh, I'll go ahead and uh I'll, I'll get my largely inferior list out the way first. Oh stop it. Uh, at the top for for Wyatt Earp, Chris Pine for Ike and Billy Clanton, those interchangeable fools. I <laughs> I cast the uh, the softies, the softy brothers. That's that's a stroke of genius, by the way. Well, let's let's hope it helps, man. For uh, for Morgan Earp, uh, <laughs> that useless fool. I got Ian <laughs> Summerhalder, man. For Josephine, I got Rebecca Hall. For Virgil Earp, I'm I'm sticking with Sam Elliott. For Curly Bill, I'm going Brolin. For Johnny Ringo, uh, I'm going John Barenthal. And for Doc Holliday, Glenn Powell. Uh, for Wyatt, I went with Mike Fassbender. For the Clanton brothers, I went with John Burton. For Wyatt, you went with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Woo, that would have thrown everything off. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt, I went with Gyllenhaal. There we go. Uh, Ike and Billy, I went with Garrett uh, Delahunt and John Burthall. For Morgan, I went Wyatt Russell, Josephine Marcus, Lily Collins. Uh, Virgil, I went with Bob Odenkirk. Curly Bill, Jeffrey D. Morgan, Johnny Ringo, Jonathan Groff, and Mike Fassbender as Doc. I also made Nick Offerman as Johnny Tyler. I don't know if that was a little also a little extra. I did oh, for myself. Yeah, you're doing extra credit? Yeah, I did. I did extra credit. All right, then I'll I, like I wanted to put Offerman in there somewhere. Yeah, you put Offerman in there somewhere. Um I forgot Mike Rooker is in this movie. Yeah, yeah, McMaster's. Yeah, man, there's just so much happening. Like I, I often forget that fucking round-headed Billy Bob Thornton is in there. Yeah, oh, Frank fucking Stallone. Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone is in this movie. Yes. How <laughs> awesome is that? Yeah, and uh, uh, and of course, lost Terry O'Quinn. Yes, I was. I thought maybe you would go there. Mm. I thought maybe that was going to be your Virgil. Oh, I fucked up. Damn it. Well, time to record this from the beginning. Here we go. <laughs> Recast, cast, cast, cast. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a tough exercise. That was a lot tougher than the Breakfast Club. That was a whole lot tougher than Reservoir Dogs. That was tough. That uh, this movie means a lot to me, and so to yeah. recast it was was. I tried to like do it right, and you, it was, that was that, it was heavy. It was heavy. You put that extra oomph into it. I feel like I tried to. You tried to. Um, I tried to. I'm interested in seeing how the how these results shake out. Pop Ricans are notoriously fickle. Sometimes the, they're uh, they're one issue voters, so they just uh-huh. lock in on that one name, and that's all it takes. Yep. Uh, but we uh, we shall see how this whole bit of business goes. Best of luck to you. As always, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you too, man. Uh, I'm buying one ticket to uh, GCR's version of, <laughs> of Tombstone. Uh, before we go, man, directed by a cat named George Cosmatos. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is this cat? Never heard his name before in my life. I didn't realize cat did Rambo first blood part two, where the, uh, the action really starts to ramp up. Yeah. <laughs> then he did Cobra and it brought all did, his stock down. So he, I would say he did Cobra. Yeah. Let's not forget about Cobra. Yeah. Uh, then he does Leviathan. So his stock stays down, comes back hard as shit with tombstone. Does one more movie, which also bombed and then died. Yeah. So who knows what kind of wild ass career this guy could have? What a career. <laughs> you had two certifiable classics and a lot of shit. Yeah. But uh, shout out to George P. Cosmatos. I'm I also believe in this movie, he played one of the uh antagonists, was Wyatt Earp's grandson. Was also no, in this movie, I believe. No yeah. way. They got I believe, a. I believe so. Yeah, there's Wyatt Earp the third. Yep. Oh, that's pretty damn cool, man. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's a cool little nod. That's what made me think about putting Wyatt Russell in the movie. I figured oh. it would make sense. Damn, man, you you're on the level I just can't ascend to sometimes, sir. It's uh, <laughs> like the high ground is hard. The high ground is hard. <laughs> it's it's uh, hard. Robert- Hard to keep it. Robert Meacham was the narrator, so they also tossed it back to uh, a veteran actor of like old. Uh, yeah, I think he did a lot of TV westerns and shit like that. Let's not forget the Christian Leitner of this movie. <laughs> Who's that? Who? Jason Priestley is in Tombstone. <laughs> Christian Leitner. Jason Priestley just hitting that fifteen foot shot yeah. to win it all. <laughs> yeah. So don't forget that he's in this movie. Don't forget who. I know, I know it's, uh, it's, uh, it's putting it on you, but who do we have? Is that like the Timothy Chalamet? That's a group. Yeah, that's Timothy. Let's oh, agree the- on that one for sure. <laughs> when he, the when young he, heart, they, they were my friends and you killed them. <laughs> Great line. I, can, I can see him saying that. Uh, let's wind this bad boy down, sir. Do you have, uh, before we uh, announce the next bit of business, do you have any lingering thoughts on Tombstone? Um. So like I said, I watched it when I was 10. So it's one of those first movie memory mm-hmm. uh, movies where, um, and, and I think the movie holds up. It is a movie you can just put on and it's on and you enjoy the fact that it's there. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a great movie and I'm glad we got a chance to do it this way. I agree. I agree. I was uh, excited to come back and revisit it because it had been quite some time since I did. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of Westerns, but this is one that I think definitely, definitely holds up. It's like sure. this good, bad, and ugly and unforgettable. Uh, Unforgiven might be my, 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 my top three. And we didn't even talk about fucking Stephen Lang 
is in this movie. Charlton yeah. fucking Moses Charlton. Heston. Yeah. <laughs> you bet. No, oh, it's just this is like a who's who for 1993, man. Yep. And, and it pulls its weight, man. It really does. Great, the, it's a great ensemble cast. Great ensemble cast, which is which live. should be its own Oscar category, by the way. Ensemble? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is for I think both of my critic organizations. We yeah. have a spot for ensembles. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, I think matter of fact, my my number one nomination last year was the harder they fall. Uh so yeah, that's it on Tombstone. Are we ready to uh, unveil to the folks, to the peoples, what it is we're doing next time around? Yeah. So and this is gonna be a, another hard one. Mm. Uh, it's it's a it's an older movie, and we have to cast at least a dozen. <laughs> and no, it's not Ocean's Eleven plus Andy Garcia. No, correct. <laughs> uh, it's the Dirty Dozen, our first war movie. First war movie, man, the dirty fucking dozen. A movie yeah. that, like I, uh, I mentioned to to Ryan over there, that I have to rewatch anyways for the hundred action movie list to see if it's making it. So this is fortuitous timing uh, on my part. I can't wait to sit down because I haven't seen this shit in about fifteen or twenty. It's years. been a while since it's I've seen it. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, Jim man. Brown, though. Jim, Jim Brown, Brown. Yeah. Uh, Telly Savalas. Lee Marvin. Another it's, another great who's who, man. Another great who's one. who. It's this is going to be a fun one. one. Um, and for all you younger pop Ricans or whoever is listening out <laughs> there, do not turn off at the fact that we're doing a movie prior to 1980, please. All right. This is one of the all-time war movie classics. Correct. So it's one that you're going to want to check out. Uh, and if you can, it's going to be a while before we get to it. So you have time to sit down and watch it, and you might learn something about fucking old school good movies. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. You got anything else before we wrap this bad boy up? No. Uh, best of luck to you. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope you win. Uh, likewise. Likewise. And, and I hope that we got you to wherever you were going while you were listening to this show. Well, that's always our goal. That's always the goal. Hope those groceries are bought. Maybe you're still in the checkout line. If it's Walmart, it's only one line open, anyways. Right. Uh, hopefully, you got to work safely. Hopefully, you're done uh, with your power lifter and you got that uh, good two mile jog in. Whatever the case may be. Or whatever man. you do. Or whatever you do. Is that lawn <laughs> cut yet? Those hedges trimmed? We got you there. So that's it for this episode of the Recast Cast Cast. Recast Cast. We'll be back at some indeterminate time, but <laughs> you'll wait for it. Until then, take it easy, everybody, and have a good one.